comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet, no GPS, no text messages, no podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Walking Dead TV podcast, episode 342. This is Russ, and with me is Aaron and Daryl. Hey! I'm walking off the show right now. Yes, he's leaving. Let's <laughs> quit. Um, yeah, so we are going to we talked we're going to punt on uh, dead in the water. Dead in the water. Um, we got too much. We got too much to cover. Yeah. Too much to cover this week. So I actually know, did uh, yeah. I actually did watch it though. So good. Oh, we had a whole thing planned, but you know what? It's dead <laughs> in the water. That's dead in the water. Yes. <laughs> Um, so instead of talking about dead in the water, we're actually going to talk about some news, um, you know, do, 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 do breaking deadline. Um, so it looks like the Carol and Daryl show is not going to be the Carol and Daryl show, but the Daryl show. I get my own show. Um, yeah. So it looks like due to the fact that this show was filming in Europe and, um, and, um, um, Melissa McBride does not want to relocate right. for the duration to Europe. Um, she's backed out of the show for for uh, those reasons. Why allegedly, would they go all the way to Europe. Is it cheaper or something? Or what's supposed to take place in? It says the the article I read says takes place and will be filmed in Europe. Uh, okay. I, I will say the the silver lining of this, however, whatever, is I am fascinated about whatever adventure that they were going to get up to in Europe. <laughs> like whatever yeah. else. Yeah, yeah, finally, that's the way to mix it up. <laughs> and all the way to Europe, like whoa! Like, I like really? what? What? You oh. know what? What are they gonna? It's like Connie. We found a miracle cure for your deafness. We're gonna go to Europe to get it. Like what's like what's gonna happen? I, I don't know. I, I want to understand this. How do we get to Europe? We found a solution to the walkers. <laughs> the only, the only yeah. way to go is to get to Yorkshire. <laughs> it it's funny. It it's funny too because like Andrew, one of the reasons Andrew Lincoln left the show was he was tired. He he missed his family being, right. you know, filming in Atlanta because the show was filming in wow. um or, uh, filming in Atlanta and he was obviously from England. So. Can't they just switch? Just, what if it's a yeah, secret lead in? What if, what if it's a secret lead in to get to, back to Andrew Lincoln? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we don't we still don't know anything about their stuff. No. Like maybe no. maybe he no. got hauled off to Europe. You know? know? Yes. Yeah, but what if that's a thing? What if he got hauled off to Europe the whole time and that was a thing? He was in Europe the whole time. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's an A and a B. It was you know, it was uh, Barcelona and uh, in yeah. Austria. <laughs> so I know I know people were speculating, just looking at like I know uh, Aaron, you posted the news on the Facebook group, and um, I know like Johnny Stowers was like, oh, I still think they're going to kill Daryl. Like, I think this is, and I'm like, no, <laughs> like you wouldn't announce. Man, they ain't killing you Daryl. You, you, a, he's the, yeah, he's he's the, the face of the show at this point. Right. Like he's he's you the never kill a Daryl off your show. That's yeah. First of all, 
and then I know Mike Jones was saying that he thought maybe that uh, that this was a Gimple thing that she was just you know let go and that this was the the reasoning behind it. I, I don't think that. Nah, my don't response think so, to that yeah. was you don't sign somebody to a multi million dollar contract mm-hmm. and then turn around and be like yeah I think we're just going to write you off. Yeah. Um, yeah. My my guess would be that if that was the case, then she would be suing the network. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it really felt like it was a per- like, and it could be anything, right? It could be maybe some of her fans. She thought they would want to relocate with her or something, and or they found out that you know she's needed. You know. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Could be family stuff. Yeah. That she, you know, yeah. maybe she's got some, you know, you know, older parents or something, and yeah. she just doesn't want to be overseas for nine months or whatever. How because long it's going to take them to that find this? Fear. So many actors are so, you know, the the fear of getting stuck in Europe if there is another, you know, COVID outbreak. That's a real concern. Yeah. Plus, we don't know her family life. We don't know right. anything else going on with her. Right. You know, for any for any number of reasons, like you know, things don't work out the way. Right. That's and, the that's the. I mean, that's what that's the more annoying thing to me about this sort of stuff. When you announce these shows mm-hmm. years in advance, yep. it's our, yes. it's like for one thing, it's spoiling fans as far as the kind of anticipation they're supposed to have for these things because there's right. a lack of surprise. Where I think it's it's very you could please fans while not you know giving them a certain kind of out as far as what to understand is to come in the future, mm-hmm. and then. Years later, it's like, oh, by the way, we can't do that anymore. It's like, well, don't. <laughs> I mean, let's, yeah, let's get know, less ambitious yeah. with some of these announcements. Maybe not announce three Rick movies, multiple spinoffs involving characters that we yeah. now know can't die. Maybe, maybe just tease out the idea that there's going to be more, and you'll mm-hmm. see, and you'll be excited about it. Yeah, there is that. And, <laughs> and if, it, like, I would say if if they announced the Carol and Daryl show and didn't coincide that with. Hey, we just gave them big, huge contract extensions for multiple millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Like I would say, oh, well, maybe this is like a feint, right? Maybe this is like a, a uh, like a fake out where people think, oh, they're safe from the show. There's no way they could be killed off, and then and then to turn around and do it, and it would shock everyone. But you you don't announce, you know, locked in contracts again for multiple millions of dollars right. if you know. For, for for many years, if your intention is to kill them off uh, and not do any of that, so I I don't I mean again no, who knows I don't think it's anything nefarious from the the AMC or the um, the, the Scott Kimball side of the fence. I think this is probably just like personal you know stuff. I don't know maybe when she signed off on it, they didn't plan on filming in Europe. That you know I mean, maybe she understood or that you know the the intention was to film it in Atlanta. Oh uh, yeah, that could be a thing too. Um, and then when they, you know, maybe they just had a great idea and got some kind of, you know, um, you know, you know, prog, uh, tax rebate or something like that mm-hmm. to go film over there. And it just changed the, changed the, changed the equation on it. So, and again, it doesn't mean that she can't, she won't do something else. Like, I mean, obviously if they've got her on some kind of contract, it's highly, you know, I mean, she could, who knows? I mean, she could guest star, they could do another spinoff, they can, you know, maybe if they if they keep the anthology show going, she can pop up there. Like who who knows? Um, yeah, I want to see Melissa McBride and Terry Crews just hanging out together. I'm yeah, man. Saying, right? <laughs> that'd be nice. Flexing. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> singing talking, songs. Talking about fast food. Yeah, talk about fast food. Singing Got the songs. shakes to make you quake. What'd yeah, you say? Right. <laughs> that's right. Got the burgers. I just got burgers. Yeah. Is that Chuck? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yay. 
but it was a shock nonetheless. Yeah. What I, I came in right at the tail end of this. What what was a shock? Uh, Carol, Meryl, Lisa McBride has left the Daryl Carroll series that was announced. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. Yeah, we we don't have a reason as to why, but right. the show set the show is both filming and set in Europe, and perhaps it has to do with a, a lack of desire to relocate for whatever reason. It's going to be set in Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. filming and set in Europe. Yeah. Yes, filming I get, but no, it's set. Okay, in that's Europe. yeah, yeah they got to they got to they got to take a boat <laughs> over to Europe. I was going to say that's going to be a, a a hell of a story how they get. Uh, <laughs> It's a it's a meta the story. They 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 got it. They got a message in about the Link, the Andrew Lincoln family, and they're like, "This guy's a great actor. We got to go to Europe and save him." And they got to go save the Lincoln family. That's that's what I that's that's See, what it's about. now that that makes sense. That makes <laughs> perfect sense. It, it does. But yeah, the article the article Rich said that she was not willing to relocate for for filming like that. That that was that was, that's what's being cited as her reason for backing out. Now, is this the at the time of this announcement? Was this the first we heard of it being set in Europe? Yes. Okay, because yes. I was like, I I got the impression they were going on like some sort of Norman Reedus motorcycle ride with a sidecar across undead America. That's that's what I thought the show was going to be, but apparently they're going to jolly old England. Okay. Yeah. Well, Europe didn't. Well, Europe. Europe didn't say England. Yeah. So yeah. So we were just kind of commenting on that. So. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. Dunk it. So it makes me wonder if if that's the case. Depending on how things are go, if they're, I wonder. So the other thing is the announcement came out today. I'm curious as to when this decision was actually made. Yeah. So mm-hmm. was it made in time before they finished filming the final episode mm-hmm. in time to make to a change murder, to, to murder her? Or to maybe tie off her story in a, in a it's a, it's a mash ending. <laughs> yes. Eugene, well, Eugene they, walks in. We just got word, word from the Commonwealth Army. Carol didn't make it. Didn't make it. Carol didn't make it. <laughs> They're at Ezekiel's um, um, hospital broom thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they have to have him come in like Radar O'Reilly. Exactly. The hat. Yes. For some reason, it's Eugene wearing a hat and glasses. Yes. <laughs> and missing a finger. Guys, we should write for this show, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Taking notes. Well, maybe Carol will end up with uh, Maggie and Negan. In, the, in their in their John yeah. Carpenter series, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, sure. I mean that kind of disrupts the dynamic a little bit. I feel, but yeah, why not? Yeah. What, else, what other spinoffs did they announce recently? What else could they be in? Are they in the? Who else has something coming? I, I you know what they may oh, end no, up what, just having that? you know the whole Commonwealth thing play out and everything's good and and uh, Carol just you know opens keeps open a cookie shop there and that's it. And yeah, that we ties can, yeah, off we... her story. It doesn't have to be devastating. It doesn't no, it... have to be brutal and gory. What show have you watched, Rich? It has to be all these Yeah, things. I'm saying. This, this isn't a slice of life drama. Instead yeah. of, of, of the sinewy rip of flesh, it could be the sinewy rip of chocolate chip cookie. Here we go. I got it. I got it. Princess's Castle. 
It's Princess. It's a spinoff. <laughs> oh, I want Carol, that. Carol, Carol's a baker. Yeah. It has all the cooks. It has Carol as a baker. Uh-huh. It has um, what's his name, Do- Doctor Doctor Sad. He, he's 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 also baking it Carol, as well. Only if we can have the too many cooks theme song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Too many. There you go. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I got a show for you. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. It's a show all about Jerry and his kids, and, and Carol's the kooky next door neighbor. There you go. That works. Writes itself. Yeah. How many kids does Jerry have? Like five? At, at least. <laughs> He's got like a uh, bunch of kids, right? Okay. Well, one Eight troublemaker of... kid, and then she takes Or there could be this, this, this uh, nemesis from his past before the fall who has come in search of him after hearing legends of the Squire Jerry and his old nemesis Tom shows up and then there's just a whole bunch of hijinks and craziness that goes on to classical music. There you go. Yep. Hmm. I feel like the, the obvious one would be like announcing a king and queen show where it's 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 um Carol and Ezekiel of course, but we don't have to come up with it. Yeah. And then uh, Princess. <clears throat> and then Princess, yeah. So right. it's a whole... It's called... It's Walking Dead Presents the Royals. Well, Princess all, would be the... the she royalty. could be the neighbor. She would yeah. be the neighbor. Walking okay. Dead, the crown. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to package all these ideas up in an email. Yeah, take it, I'll, take I'll, it I'll, over I'll, there. I'm going to take it to Gimple. In case we all don't know, it's scott.gimple at gmail.com. We'll right. Excuse me. Excuse me. Right. Scott.m.gimple. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I was about to say that. Oh. Scott.m.gimple69, Scott. because the other four were taken. Uh, sure. we'll, get, we'll get there, and we'll email them, and we'll see, how, we'll see, we'll see which ones stick. Yes. Is there a show <laughs> we need to talk about? <laughs> do we have, like, do we have a do we? episodes to I cover? Do we? Do, I don't know. I, I don't know what all we're going to cover, but I've watched everything. So. Rich, we're, 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 we're skipping Dead in the Water this week, but we're going to talk about the first two episodes of Fear the Walking Dead. Correct. Dead in yeah. the Water, is that the... The Hunt for the Dead October? Yes, yeah. Hunt for Dead October we're talking about next week. We're going to yeah. do a little Patriot Games this week. Sweet. Guys, I watched these two episodes, and at the end I was like, <laughs> what the f*** did I just watch? The first one, I like I dug things that were happening. The second one, I was like, well, this is a pivot. <laughs> like, this is a... <laughs> well, uh, I didn't I, like the end of I, I have a question. Is there a possibility that the that Fear the Walking Dead has two complete sets that do not interact of writers' rooms, and one writes one episode and one writes the one the next week, and they have absolutely not a damn thing to do with each other, or completely make sense? I mean, I I know what you're saying, but I do think the Fear Show is a little more loose with how they play with things, which is part of its appeal more, I'd say, that these days. But, but yes, it's a pretty hard step in another direction with that second episode, which I will say right now, I didn't hate that episode. If anything, it's I like, didn't this, either. This is what the world beyond could have been encapsulated in one episode. Like, I like that episode more than most of what I saw with that entire series. I actually didn't hate either episode. I just felt they were just discombobulated. Oh, that's fair. I didn't like either. <laughs> I, I'm with Russ. Spoiler. I'm, I didn't necessarily Russ. like both, but I didn't necessarily hate both. <laughs> I wasn't dread. I wasn't dreading it like we were when we were like dreading this show exactly. Actually, did the series like that were I made guess the goodwill that this show has built up so far. It's like yeah, all right, it, it can afford to take a miss. Yeah, and we're not talking about. So I'm trying to. There, there were two episodes on the premiere, right? So that's well, the Alicia yeah. by herself, and then the Charlie love story. 
Yes. Yes. Okay. That's what. Yes. We are talking about two episodes. What, they both premiered on AMC Plus, but they only did what week by week on on TV on AMC. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, we're going to be talking about Follow Me and Morning Cloak um, episodes nine and ten of season seven so this be the longest preamble we've done to getting to the actual episodes <laughs> we've had we're stalling which, which yeah, was, yeah i, I tell was you. late because i lost track of time because i was watching moon knight and then i was like oh shit it's, it's, <laughs> did, we're, did, we're did you, did you fall asleep and or not off as well <laughs> do what did you fall asleep and or not off as well during us. what moon during night, night. No, but I will say this week's episode was a little bit of a drudge to get through. <laughs> this yeah, was so the Aaron one? and I were talking. I I I haven't finished it yet, but right. I was like 15 minutes in, and I literally started nodding off. I, I I can totally understand why. I'm loving Moon Knight, by the way. So don't don't take my comments as I don't like it. I just felt that this episode was like, oh my god, like are you, there are. There are parts of every episode where it kind of drug or had pacing issues. This one was a pacing issue through the entire thing. We're still stalling, huh? Okay, we got it. We got it. Okay. Going. All right. You know what, so Aaron? Move. Will you stop goofing around so we can talk about The Walking Dead already? Jeez. All right. Here we go. Okay. Um, I have a lot of notes, but I, I think we'll be able to move through these rather quickly because I don't, I don't know that I have a lot to say about what's going on. So. Uh, the first thing I'll say, so we're going to talk about follow me first. So this is the Alicia centric episode. Um, and it starts with her having like an, a nightmare. She walks up to the Walker and has her a group behind her. And this is allegedly the Walker that bit her. Um, and she walks up to it and it says Padre to her and she wakes, she wakes up out of a dream. Now I will just say straight up the, mm. The be- we'll probably have more to say about the beginning of this episode and, we'll- and the rest of it will probably burn through pretty quick but um, I was extremely confused as to what the hell was going on when I was watching the beginning of this episode because it was clear that the beginning part was a dream right. but then when she wakes up and the way that it was moving forward for the for for, for the, the part of the episode where it started up and and you know she was clearly this this guy Paul had found found her and and was kind of nursing her back to health it almost seemed like she it was like she woke it was a dream within a dream situation and so it wasn't clear to me two things one when she woke up from quote the nightmare if she was still dreaming or two when this actually took place i couldn't tell like did this take place before she caught back up with morgan and them or was it after like obviously it becomes very clear quickly but at first, it was very like I didn't know what the hell was going on when I was first watching this. Honestly, I thought that I thought she just woke up in the strange place. I didn't take it as a dream within a dream at all. I would say it's purposely disorienting. And yeah, I don't think that was a yeah. flaw in it at all. I'd say that. Yeah. Um, and, and the way they filmed it too is like out of you know out of focus and right. until, you yeah, know it's, it's, it's the, the shifting it's, and it's trying to like get you disoriented as far as what it's setting up here before you get more yeah. concrete answers yeah, right and so as she comes to there's a lot of there's extremely loud radio that's that's playing mm-hmm. there's hey, a token. walk yeah there's a walker in the in the in the house it's it's walking towards this guy she's trying to scream at him to get his attention yeah, yeah. and ultimately she knocks over the stereo which shuts it off and, and says, the guy why turns, did you say that yeah yeah turns around um 
and um, and you know sees what's going on. And obviously, um, we find out that that this man is is deaf, and um, that she's been there for she's been out for two days. He's been feeding her, you know, full of of medication. I'm assuming like antibiotics and things. Um, but he he makes a point of saying like. She had a fever like it didn't seem like she was infected, like even looking at the severed arm that she's using as a fake arm, which right. is still very bizarre. Yeah, it's bizarre uh, and like weirdly badass, but it's also like, well, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't get how she thinks there's a purpose to it. Like Aaron lost his and he made it into, you know, a weapon. Hers she made into a Halloween prop. What I don't I don't but understand he didn't, what she's he didn't, trying to gain there. But Aaron didn't use his actual arm. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's what I'm saying though. Is why did she decide to use her skeletal hand instead right. of making it into something useful? Well, for one thing, it is useful. It does have it is sharp at the end. You get stabby stabby. It hurt. Well, yeah, she put the little knife things on. Yeah, but but but, I, 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 but they're also they're different people. I mean, Aaron yeah. is a very, yeah. very 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 different person than Alicia, and she has. She's been in touch with certain things that's kind of putting it in a certain kind of state of mind, where it's like, I... Insane? I, I mean, kind well, of. I think, I mean, like, given yeah. all the given the cast members on this show, like, everybody's a little weird, like, on this on this. Yeah, series. I mean, and, and think about what... Uh, as she lost her family members one by one, I mean, can you blame I her? I understand. I understand off, all these crazy things yeah. going on. This, this uh, what's his, Teddy's uh-huh. got into her head a little bit also... She, you know, she did get bitten, isn't dying, so she yeah. feels like something's gone on. Yeah. Like Uncle she's got Strain, a lot of reason. Uncle Shane turned Strain, on her. Yeah. He <laughs> I turned. Have a lot of reasons to be yeah. weirder than normal. Exactly. <laughs> I have another question. I don't know if you guys have discussed this before, but do you think it's possible that they're setting up Alicia to be the first immune to the zombie virus? No. I mean, I don't okay. think so. I've seen a lot of chatter online about that, and I'm like, I don't understand how they could even possibly come to that conclusion. Otherwise, why would she not? I mean, isn't the fevers and all that because she has the bite? Yes, very much. Yeah. Yeah. Or the fact that she lopped her own arm off, and there's probably an infection in the bits that were left exposed. That's what I was thinking more than, (laughs) than anything. It yeah. might not be the bite, but it might be. I mean, they make a point in the show, like, anytime anybody gets shot, it's like, immediately, we need antibiotics because there's going to be an infection. Yeah. So, yeah. I imagine yeah. if you lop somebody's arm off, the, the same the same is going to hold true. Yeah, and she's but also, walking around. Oh, but also, you know, being bit by a zombie probably doesn't add to that in a positive way either. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Amidst God knows how much background radiation that yeah, she's, the radiation, right. you know, you know consuming that is going to kill her immune system on top of it so exactly. no i didn't take it as as well what immune. And, and that brings up my other question with these uh radiated zombies now trickling out into the area at more and more and everything like that is there a chance that somebody that gets bit by a zombie accidentally um activates their x gene and they develop mutant powers. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that when this takes place. I figure that oh, could yes. be the next, the first cop announcement for Walking Dead. Because that could be a vehicle for Carol. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah, sure. She comes the the the, the, the uh, zombie X. The zombie yes yes. <laughs> um. So so she breaks the stereo. Dude immediately reacts like, "Why'd you do that?" And I'm yes. thinking, I mean, I get 
what you know he explains why that stereo is so valuable but at first i'm like dude you were gonna die like like, there was no solving this scenario for you unless she did anything because you were like by yourself couldn't pay attention and like zombie was gonna eat your brains like that was not gonna be a win for you if if she didn't do that and so it's funny because he asks uh he asks alicia were you calling for your dad and he's he's like you kept saying padre (laughs) <laughs> uh, which I thought that that was actually kind of funny. This guy, um, uh, Warren Snipe, he plays Paul, the deaf actor, uh, mm-hmm. who's actually a deaf actor, which I'd be, mm-hmm. it'd be weird if it wasn't at this point. Um, yes. But uh, good actor. Like, I don't know yeah, this guy from anything, yeah. but I but regardless of this episode, I thought he was pretty great. I was very his, disappointed. His very in, I was very disappointed in the ending of his story arc. I'll just say that because I was kind of mm-hmm. hoping that he would be in addition for a while. But yeah, no, I. Because I Again. really, really liked his character and him as an actor. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, so, so then we have Arno, who shows up, obviously looking for Alicia. Um, you know, they they bust in, they look around, they don't find her, um, and ultimately, Paul's whole thing is like, hey. I saved your life and nursed you back to health. You owe me a radio. You're going to help me find a radio. And he, she's like, I don't even know where to go look for a radio. And of course, Paul's like, I know where to go. Um, and they end up going to this concert hall, um, where, where they, um, where they get it. And it was a music school, wasn't it? A concert hall and a musical. Yes. Yeah. 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 One of those conveniently located concert halls in the music schools. in yes. Nuclear, yes. Texas. Yes. Um, so Alicia, anyway, she ends up telling Paul about um, Arno and how she was trying to get him to, you know, help, you know, gather up this army to go after Strand to to take over this tower. Um, and, you know, of course, uh, Arno catches up with them anyway at the school and he's got his truckload of uh, walkers who are the remnants of of his his crew, I guess, that Alicia, you know, ended up kind of uh in in the attempt to follow the walker that she thought was what was it the senator that was going to lead them to um to padre Um, yeah they they ended up uh, getting ambushed and overwhelmed and so these are the ones that were were left over um and arno even takes her arm away from her which can't even just every time the arm comes up it just creeps me out um Anyway, Arno, of course, is blaming her for everything. Um, and then Paul is a, he has a revolver. He comes out, shoots, ends up hitting Arnold, Arno in the hand, starts shooting the others. And of course, that opens up the back of the, of this, this, uh, truck, um, you know, cattle car thing. And of course, the wall, the walkers get loose and he's trying to reload his gun and he drops the stereo he was able to grab from, uh, from, from the music school and, um, Alicia's able to, there, there was like a minivan that was carrying it. She's able to pull him and her into the minivan and everybody else kind of scrambles because these walkers are, are, are kind of everywhere. Um, and this he's, is where we, he's like, I can't get the stereo. It's like, hey, you gotta get in here. And they, and they don't get it. And I guess the walkers are like, oh, there's a stereo. Let's take it for ourselves. Let's because take we'll, never, it, yeah. we'll never be able to get it. I guess they could step on it or something. That's why he's pissed off, but whatever. Yeah. He wants to go back out for the stereo and she doesn't, she doesn't. A, she doesn't let him, but she doesn't understand either. Like, what's his fascination with needing needing the stereo? And this is where Paul explains, like, it's the only thing that drowns out the noise he still hears in his own head, which is um, 
his he was on the radio with his wife um and he was literally talking to her as the bomb went off and the last thing he heard was her because he he had hearing issues obviously you can see he's got like that cochlear implant thing yeah. or you know whatever on, on attached um so he was hearing impaired to begin with and then once the bomb went off and everything happened like he lost the you know that that he, it further did damage and he lost his hearing completely. So the, literally the last thing he was able to hear was his wife screaming on the other end of the, of the radio as everything, as the bomb went off and everything went, you know, went crazy. Um, as we all know from various movie action movies about the nuclear bombs, the EMP must've let out and messed up his cochlear implant. Yes. Right. Of course. <laughs> um, and she tells him about her dream, about the walker that bit her and how she, you know, the, the, you know, the whole the whole explanation of, of what's been going on with her. Yeah, they um, live on a boat, the, the whole thing. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Went to Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. We lived at a lived stadium at a baseball for a while. Stadium, oh, lived, yeah. lived, lived on the, the Dell Diamond. Yeah. <clears throat> I was getting close to the dude from Whale Rider, and then he died. It was just like, there's a whole deal. Brother used to, you know, dress like an old man. Yeah, and then he started yeah. wearing blood all the time. Yeah. Not that as a vampire thing, but just because he was cool. Yeah. Also, do vampires exist? There's zombies. I don't know, girl. Okay, well, we should look at the Maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, our, uh, they go they go back to um, to Paul. So, at this point, they realize they do have a, a stereo. It's the car stereo um, that that they can use. So, they go back to Paul's house and. Of course, Arno tracks them back there, and they use the car stereo, which apparently is like the most um, massively overpowered car stereo <laughs> on the planet because it can power these huge speakers to the point of of, of deafening people. Yeah. Um, and um, you know, just just blow. Uh, obviously, the point is, you know, Arno and his people are coming, and the music is going to attract the walkers and it could, you know, so anyway, it's like this big whole distraction thing to, to try and get Arno. This is a terrible um, idea. This is what bothered me. All this whole, that the whole decision was just a terrible idea. I don't know where you yeah. got that from. And, and then randomly this, this car stereo is able to overpower these huge, massive, uh, speakers yeah. and yeah. it blows out. Um, and eventually Arnold, Arno shoots Paul. Um, and, he then he starts to get overwhelmed by by walkers. Um, Alicia kind of takes him, you know, in and and um, closes him off, and um, they're kind of trapped in this room. And Paul ends up telling Alicia to to go on and go because he's got his bagpipes and he's going to distract and create a noise so that they won't hear her escaping out the back. Um, which of course he does. And Arno comes in, of course, and shoots Paul and Alicia um, is able to uh, to get away. And, of course, she runs down the again, running down a road, yeah, ends up mirror. passing out again, even though she seemed fine after. Exactly. Um, you know, randomly, she's now she's now sick, sick or feverish again, even though she seemed like she was over it. Right. Um, and she has her dream again, her nightmare. Um, and she finds herself. Uh, she ends up instead of finding the walker that bit her, she ends up coming across herself. Um, and she says Padre to herself and to follow her. Um, and Yoda's there and he's like, what you see? Yeah. <laughs> um, and this time it's not just, 
it's it's not Arno and his crew that are like there. It's it's like all her friends. It's like what June and JD and and yeah. everybody everybody you else were there. There and you were there and you were there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was um, T Dog in the background driving yeah. that bus. <laughs> driving that bus, <laughs> saving those orphans. That was great. Was Toby on that bus? Wow. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> you know. Toby yes. You know he's got to be. Uh, um, first person she saw. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically the end of Titanic. What if they finally do find Padre and the leader of Padre is a grown-up Toby? Just saying. Everything should like I think like the joke of Marvel right now is that Mephisto is going to be like the villain all the time. Yeah. Toby yeah. should be the solution to every single answer every time. Yes, yeah. always Toby. I second that. Um, so yeah, she wakes up. She's with Morgan on the sub, um, and she was you know she's she's been there overnight, and she tells Morgan like, hey, I couldn't get Arno to help, and basically everything went went sideways, and um. She wants to go back to the bunker, like Teddy's bunker, and get to the radio. And Morgan's like, "Why do you want to do that?" And so her 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 scheme now is to basically be like, "I think Padre was never a place to begin with. That it was all just a myth and and a legend." And so what she what they need is an army to go after Strand. That that's that's the only way they feel like they're going to be able to get you know take take control of that tower. So she says she's going alone. She's going to go back there, and she's basically going to become Padre. She's going to dr- just basically use the radio and try and get people, well, whoever's left from the surrounding area, to come to her so they can build this army to go after, um, to go after Strand. Okay. Um, Lightsaber and a rope. Yeah, and so then we cut over to Arno and one of his guys who has been on the hand. Who's riding in the back of the? And he's not in the in the actual truck. He's in the the carry, the the, the cage thing. Sage, sage, yes. Okay. And they find this immense crater. So obviously, this is where one of the bombs actually fell and exploded. And in at the bottom of this crater is is a huge um, horde. And obviously. The, what cracked me up was wouldn't the radiation in the immediate yeah. vicinity of a nuclear explosion be so severe that these guys' faces would have melted after yeah. like, this if, like if it was so bad that that possibly tens or or you know hundreds of miles away from or probably tens of miles away from there uh, that which we'll find later, but I'm getting ahead, but that Charlie and these other people were exposed for a very short period of time was enough to make to kill them eventually that these two yokels standing at the edge of the crater from the direct impact of the explosion wouldn't suck up enough radiation in like five seconds to just melt their faces like i, oh, I russ i mean you know the texas winds in that area mm. oh i'm familiar <laughs> <laughs> i'm familiar well you gotta understand that the undead juices of the zombies trickling down into this crater have basically created a base that has um, neutralized the radiation there first, and it starts to just it all. yeah, yeah it, I, it's kind of yeah. like a like a, fl- like a, a undead flesh sponge, like you know. A kaiju? Yeah, this yeah. all adds up. Yeah, it's all about that base, all about that base. No gamma. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I, I I agree. Oh my god. So then it started me thinking after I had that thought about the crater. I'm uh-huh. like. This whole area is is a radiation zone. Yes. <laughs> Why don't these people just get the f out? Like there's Good an entire crap. country that they could go to. 
Like, we got to. We have to save Texas. There's a tower, you know. Like, but that's what I've been thinking country. about the whole you time. It's like, yeah. it's like one. If these people are going to constantly be moving through the irradiation, then just move through it and head to Oklahoma. Yes, I understand it's Oklahoma and it sucks just as bad as a nuclear wasteland. But at least it's not a nuclear wasteland, and you can keep going north, or east, or west. And also, that brings me to the other Walking Dead shows. Nobody has come along in Alexandria or anywhere that has trickled through that has left the radiated state of Texas and said, hey, there was a giant nuclear explosion in Texas. First up, nuclear. Uh, Next, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know why, what how close we are tied with the timelines on this stuff, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, like... I thought at one point the two shows had had, had caught up or lined up to each other. Well, they, 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 uh, then they moved again. Though. Then they moved again, exactly. So it's like, I don't, I don't even... Uh, I don't know which one's further along, honestly. Right. I don't know if Fear is further yeah. along than, than Walking Dead, because, yeah, a nuke would... Like, I'm not saying you can see a nuke at in Texas from Washington, but it's like... Yeah, I would have heard cool. about it. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe? I, mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's kind of, you know, it's not like the Pony Express is going back and forth either. It's just, you know, exactly. hearsay. <laughs> like, yeah. Whatever. Or the, what do you call them, this? What is the... the CRM? CRM. They would have known. But, but mean, the CRM, but the, even if the CRM knew, it's not like they're going to be like, hey, random communities anybody. that we slaughter. Um, you want to know some news? Like, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about them spreading the news. I'm just saying in the world beyond, we could have maybe caught wind of it in a discussion between the general lady or something and somebody or who knows. Well, world beyond's timeline is who knows. Yeah, we don't even else. know. Yeah, uh, That's true. That's the thing. Like, that, the, their resp- the way they're handling things could be because of the nuclear bomb. I mean, there's, there's a number... We don't we don't know what and plus that show's setting up some other like grander plot, so like it's not like this yeah. is gonna go away. Like yeah. it's still gonna be a play a role in some capacity. But yes, anyway. as far as as far as people should move out of Texas because of this, yes, Rich. They you should. think? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Morgan and um God, what's her every time I forget her name. Um Grace? Grace and the baby should definitely leave this fucking state. Like, there's no uh, reason for them yeah, to be I there. Don't I don't care how many friends they have. It's like we have a baby. It's time to just go. We have a car and a baby. It's time to move on out. <laughs> I know they made the point at one at one point, or we when they ran across what was it the 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 lady and her husband that were yeah. all jacked up. That's like, oh, we tried that before, and we can only get so far, and then we realized we were in the radiation zone. And I'm like. Okay, you those, those guys were dumb. Like, this right, is yeah, they were pretty stupid. Yeah, this is a nuclear scientist and the f-ing guy that survived everything. They exactly. can get out of here pretty well. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you head off and pick a direction that isn't south, you can you'll, get out. You'll, you'll <laughs> yeah. be fine. Yeah, this isn't a backs against the ocean type of scenario. This is a let's drive away from here. <laughs> or south is fine too. I mean, Mexico, Central America, South America. I mean, yeah, they have the day of the plenty of the places islands. to go. Texas. <laughs> I, Regardless I of people who live in Texas and what they currently think, Texas is not the center of the world. It is not the epicenter. Get the hell out of there. There is radiation everywhere. Morgan, open up it. your mind. I don't get it. I don't get a lot of. The, I don't get the guy. I don't get why the 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 
the man that agreed to go with her. What's his name again? I forgot his. Arno. No, the the man who was murdered. Um, Paul. 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 I don't understand why he with the gun. He only had one gun with this six shooter. Why did he think he was going to be able to take out a bunch of the soldiers that was with Arno? Well, the, the, he thought. The, I mean, they, they thought the walkers would do it. That was the whole point of the noise. I get, but you. I mean, but he. Re, I mean, to assume though that that they're going to take them all out like that. I mean, they did have gear on and stuff. Also, so I don't. I, it wasn't a great plan. It was a terrible plan. Clearly not. (laughs) It was a terrible plan that I just don't understand Alicia letting that plan be. If if all she'd been through, at least, you would think that she would have, you know, thought it was a terrible plan. I guess they just figured that Arno was just going to keep coming from him, and at some point they needed to try and corner him to to get the upper hand. It just just felt like they needed to... They, they brought in an interesting character and they just needed to kill that character off for the episode. It just felt like it. And they found a kind of a dumb way to do it. Yeah. I mean, but I mean that, I mean, we've seen one and done characters throughout the history. Yeah. Of yeah. The, one and done. Shows, I don't mind, so. but it just, it just felt like this was such a bad way to kill this character off. I thought, yeah. yeah. But it, it All right. Me. So that's, Follow me. What did we? So, what are our our busters? Rich, how many? How many? How how many? I'm sorry. How many Tobys do you give? Follow me. (laughs) Two and a half. Like I said, I didn't love it. Didn't or didn't like it. Didn't hate it. Two and a half. Gotcha. Aaron, how many Tobys? Two and a half is about right. Like I like the Paul character. You know, I like the thing that we Mm -hmm. the the actor does his job. Um, I. Yeah, there's just a lot of like loose elements where it's like I don't know if all this really comes together, but like overall, it's like it's fine. Like I, I, but yeah, it's compared to other episodes that we've been getting out of the Fear the Walking Dead, it's like yeah, all right, this is one way to come back to it. I guess it's weird because it's like you know, it's a premiere episode. Normally, you get something yeah. a little more bigger scale, mm-hmm. and it just felt like this is like this is pretty intimate, which is like not a terrible thing. But the same yeah. time, like, yeah, I kind of I wanted more. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, doing mm-hmm. it, Daryl. I give two. I, I just did not like this episode. I, I I liked Paul and I you know loved his acting and stuff, but I it just the way that the decisions that the characters made I thought were pretty bad, and I just didn't I don't know I just didn't enjoy this one. Yeah, I'm I'm a two as well. I, I just this episode didn't do a whole lot for me. Other other than yeah, I mean I thought the Paul character and the actor did a fantastic job, but. I, I don't know, just this whole Alicia centric episode and just the way it started and the I I just yeah. I, I just it just seemed like a long walk for a short drink of water in this episode and for her yeah. Yeah. coming to this realization that she's now some quasi savior to make it her mission to take out um Strand, so they could take over this tower and be kings of the wasteland themselves. Like I, I just, I don't, I just, I don't get this motivation here. So two for me. What did the Facebook group have to say about this episode? Well, I do have that right here. This is from our Facebook group, our the Walking Dead TV, TV podcast Facebook group, where you can, where we always post our our uh, 
our, our posts so you can put up your Toby ratings yourselves and uh, participate in all, all that fun. Uh, for follow me, we have a couple here. One from, from Eric Jackson. He writes 3.75 Pipers who will never tour with Dropkick Murphys out of five. I like this premiere and I really wanted to, I wanted to really like it, but those dudes going after Alicia, A, were presented like we knew who they were and we've all been waiting for their paths to cross. And B, seriously rounding up all your former pals, bringing them on the road with you to be a part of your revenge plan, all while doing so could mean your target has more time to come up with a plan to get further away. That kind of planning is right up there with every James Bond villain that could have, should have killed him, but no, they had to be artful or nostalgic about it. Really like the story of the deaf guy. Love the interaction between him and Alicia to the point of wishing he'd somehow survive, even though I knew that wasn't yep. happening. Looking forward to seeing how they do Madison. Uh, and then Kevin Barry writes, two, can the guy hear or can he not out of five? Uh, no. Uh, I wanted to enjoy this episode. I liked Paul. I would have actually watched his backstory as a six-part web series. Sure. I was confused right from the start and was not sure if it was a long fever dream taking place inside of a fever dream or reality. I actually thought I missed an episode and stopped my DVR to make sure this was the premiere. This episode just lacked clarity, and I'm hoping for a better second episode. I look forward to reading his thoughts on said episode. <laughs> yes. Spoiler. That's all I got for this week, for, for that for that week. All right. So we will move on swiftly to... Season 7, Episode 10, Morning Cloak. And this is essentially a Charlie episode with a little uh, John Dory and June sprinkled in. And, of course, Howard. We get plenty of Howard. And Prince Uh, Ali. Yes, it is he. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, So uh, this episode starts with uh, Howard and John Dory talking to Ali, who wants to become a ranger. Who's He's also very young. So he's kind of going through the interview process, which is also kind of like I guess it's kind of like a hazing um, sort of like a hazing. But I think this is more like a we're going to give you a very explicit um, uh, task to perform. And, you know, I, I think it's more like um, to, to use like an analogy is is, um, uh, you know how certain celebrities when they when they or, or musicians or whatever when they play in a venue and they're like we must have a jar of only green M&Ms there shall be no brown and like the the point is not to be like pretentious the point is like if you can't get like the whole point is like if you can do this and be pay attention to detail then you know the odds of you getting all of the other things that don't that that are that are important as well you'll get them right if you can get the things that aren't important right mm. um so to me, this felt just like that kind of thing. It's like it's not the like the whole the point of the butterfly to me isn't isn't really the the important part. It's more the we're going to give you a very specific task to see if you can follow directions, follow instructions and, you know, keep your kind of keep your eyes on the prize kind of thing. So that's seemed clear enough to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, of course, he um, he goes out in the woods and he does a, a double duty of catching a catching one of these butterflies and killing a walker. Um, and as he, uh, he catches it in the jar goes to go back to his horse and finds who we, we come to find is Charlie poking around his horse. And um, of course they get into a bit of a scuffle and um, he ends up, he ends up shooting a walker that that's coming, uh, coming toward him. And um, just as he's trying to get to the bottom of what's going on with Charlie, Howard and John uh, come up 
to to check on him because he'd been gone longer than than they expected him to to be gone given what he was we what he was going to do, and they ended up taking Charlie back um to to the to the tower. Um, at this point, Howard and John Dory Senior are start to interrogate her, and she tells them Morgan didn't send send her that she literally just just wants to live come live the better life you know she wants to 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 come and you know she thought she would just you know come and sneak in and you know be able to live live inside the tower and figure the figure the rest out later um they get called to the infirmary and one of the one of the rangers garcia is in the infirmary he got separated they got a bunch of they got overrun and he's he has severe radiation burns and he's not uh, it, it it doesn't look like he's going to make it. And they they're very cryptic about like Howard's very cryptic about whether they got what they were looking for and if they got what they were after and where, you know, where Strand was and and things like that. Um, and everybody's very, very cryptic about it. Um, and then we find out that since Garcia is not going to be able to make it and he's very, very sick. Um, he climbed up to the roof and jumped off, <laughs> jumped off, um, because he quote, did what was best for the compound. Um, uh, huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so at this point, you know, of course they all go up to the, to the, to the roof to find out what happened. Charlie's up there with them and she, they find out that, you know, he was going after the elevator. Howard tells him elevator hasn't been working. They're going after a part so they could get the elevator fixed and get it back up and running. And Charlie agrees to go after the part and thinks that that'd be her ticket in. She's like, Hey, if I go out and get this part, I'm pretty crafty. I can, I can do this. Um, and June and John Dory try and talk Howard out of letting her do this. Um, but ultimately they, they agree that yes, she can, she can do that. Um, at this point we find that Wendell's still, still there at the tower. Um, well, Daryl Mitchell, he's still chilling. Chill chill. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Um, and he even says like he'll walk Charlie down because he wants to hear all about how his sister's doing. So he's going to he's going to use Charlie as an opportunity to catch up on on what's going on with her. Um, uh, so ultimately, they send uh, Ali out with Charlie. They take a horse. They um, as they head out, they, they see uh, a bunch of the stalkers up ahead. And they find a place to hole up, which is an actually the bowling alley. Um, and of course, I I couldn't tell throughout this whole thing if Charlie was totally working him over, like if she legit had never been bowling before, or was just saying that to kind of like work her way, you know, to work him over. I think well, ultimately it, she was it, probably legit, but yeah, it depends on where in the timeline. We are because I got the impression when we first met Charlie that she was very, very little when the world fell. So if that's, that's the case, yeah. if that's yeah. the case, I could see that she wouldn't have had an opportunity to go bowling. But on the other hand, who knows? So I got the impression she was working him over the whole time. This t- at this at the bowling alley and everywhere else. It's just I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't I, know if there was truth to that statement or not because 
first of all, she walked up and, and did a granny roll. So that right there tells me she doesn't know how to bowl. Second, he's not the greatest bowler either because he's telling her to aim for the middle spot, which depending on how the lane is oiled, you're not necessarily want to go over the middle spot. I'm just saying there was a lot of holes in this whole bowling alley scene from a bowling technical standpoint. Turkey Chubbs over here, turned on the bowling knowledge. I, I used um, to bowl for many years. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure you have the wrist glove guard and everything. I, I yeah, see, there you go. I, I can, I can see her not just knowing how to bowl, but also, you know, using her femininity to, to get closer to Ali by playing up her naivete um, a little bit more than maybe she, you know, needed to. Which, yeah, speaking think, of, do you think her birth, the 13th birthday was about to happen? Because I got the impression Charlie was closer to 16, 17 years old. I'll put it this way. I didn't recognize her to begin with when we first saw her. So I'm like, did she grow? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Because <laughs> they've, they've almost, they barely used her at all. Like for the last, what, season and a half? I mean, she's had very little to to actually yeah. do other than kind of stand in the background. So well, she's, the now, that, she's the one that killed Nick, right? Is that yes. <laughs> right. Which yeah. is why, which yes. is why I think they have to kill her off before they bring Madison back or that'll be a whole nother Negan Maggie type situation. So that's exactly why you keep her alive. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Yeah. I'm just saying is I think that that's why this whole Charlie storyline happened is we're about to lose her, and the whole reason is so that Madison can come back. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't think that's I, 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 I think I, I don't know going, the way some they're... of these writers have been writing stuff in, on this show lately. I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, I think they're doing a lot to make sure that Strand is seen as the big bad. And so it's like, well, if we have everybody against Strand. Then right. that's, you know, <laughs> we can have an, you know, an army of people that all want to get after Strand eventually. Yeah. Strand, Strand and Howard. Yes. <laughs> Darth Howard. Well, in Emperor, yes. Emperor Strand. <laughs> well, more than likely, when she finds Morgan and them again, you know, they'll sell this whole thing of the tower and whatnot. And then with Charlie gone, the truth is not exactly easy to just come out. So they could say, hey, Strand's responsible for Nick's death. And that charges Madison up to go at the tower. Because oh, I could wild. see her finding them and saying, hey, Enough of this nonsense. There's radiation everywhere. Let's go east or let's go west or let's go north. I mean, it depends on what state Madison's in. And I'm fully anticipating Madison X, Jason X style, where she's part cyborg and is on a converter <laughs> rampage. Yeah. The only way. Yeah, that's that's the one that that's the one where I'll be least mad about her being back on the show. If she has cyborg parts. There you go. Um, but yeah, I think I, I, to get back to the, the original, I think it works either way. Like whether she actually has been bowling or not been bowling, I, I, I think it. She's obviously trying to get in good with 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 Ali, right? Um, and she manipulates. I mean, that's her whole thing, right? She manipulates. That's what she learned when she was a kid. Yeah. Well, she's so they, a kid. But. Yeah, she she even asked Ali, "What? Look, why is Strand sending people to the pit?" Um, um, and they they kind of have their little moment there. Like uh, Ali mentions that, you know, that what was it? Her it, his dad was just like bowling partner, and you know he was in the military. And, and um, but ultimately, uh, they they show they um they uh, they kind of go outside. Uh, Charlie goes in, um, and then the 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 stalkers I guess come up to Ali. 
and they they want to go after they want to go inside and go after Charlie. And so he takes them over there and then opens the door and immediately they get ambushed and over overrun. <laughs> um, even though they have like all these guns, like the whole thing just seemed kind of weird. It's like, OK, we're going to open this door and they're going to but like and immediately they get overrun, even though they're clearly um, uh, yeah, and they did not take to this well. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, so they are, they get overrun pretty much immediately. Ali grabs the gun from one of the people that um, uh, that dropped a gun, grabs a mask, and goes inside. Um, and when he goes, when he gets inside there, he finds uh, a walker that is in military uniform, and it kind of he so he kind of freezes and hesitates, um, and and. You know, he the the guy the walker gets on top of him, and then Charlie comes up and is able to um, to save him. And because she realizes at that point, like, oh, that he must have reminded you of your of your dad. Um, and at this point, this becomes really weird because Charlie comes clean to her about Morgan sending her, and she she tells Ali that um, that she, she was going to go and turn off the beacon um, so that they could break in. And grab the baby and get out. And um, then she says, she, you know, she she also says that, you know, she she does want something different for her life. Um, and, um, you know, she, she, she you know, she, even if she has to, to to kind of put Ali in, in danger. Um, and then at that point, Howard comes on the radio and, and asks um, if he if he got all the information and Ali says yes. And of course, then he uh, he doesn't really elaborate, but he locks he grabs the, the circuit board and uh, shuts uh, Charlie in the elevator shaft. And of course, she starts screaming, you know, for him um, to, to let her out. Um, and then once he gets away from where Charlie is, uh, Ali gets on the radio and tells Howard he's coming back alone, has the board. Um. Uh, and uh, and and is ready to come back. Um, and then uh, then uh, he he ends up going back for her. Ali ends up going going back for for Charlie. Um, and he says he lied about his dad. That when his dad got sick, um, he actually left him, and um, you know he because he, he couldn't he couldn't handle it. Um. He goes up to her. They, they, he, by the a, way, we didn't really go over this. Did you guys like this kid, uh, Ashton Arbab as uh, Ali? I didn't mind him. It wasn't anything spectacular, but it wasn't bad either. Entirely fair. He was all right, I guess. Yeah, yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I mean, I'm assuming this is one of his earliest and most first roles, and I thought he did good as a kid actor. Uh, he is actually 49 and he's been on many things. I'm kidding. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> I, um, so he's I, a teenager in the cast of yellow jackets. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I understood that reference. I haven't seen that show. Um, I, I, I liked it as far as I didn't know if he was going to be like, is this guy coming on now? Or is he going to like die at the end of this episode? And I yeah. should really start leading on. They should die at the end of this episode because that's <laughs> going to be the pattern for both of these shows lately. Get a guest star and kill him off immediately. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, this kid's been around. He's been around since 2012 doing stuff. Huh. He's, on, he's, on, he's been on general hospital for 70 episodes. So. Oh, wow. So yeah. two months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so yeah, so he goes up, kisses uh, Charlie, and out of nowhere, Charlie just collapses. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> what, the f- look, what the hell just happened? Um, so, of course, Ali gets on the radio, calls John Dory. They end up bringing her back. And June comes out and it's just like this is just like such a tonal shift. It's like June and and uh, and um, Grace come out. Grace, they're yeah. they're both like distraught. And June's like, yeah, she is exposed to too much radiation. Um, yeah, she's 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 not going to make it. But, you know, we'll do we'll do what we can for. Now, let me ask you guys this. At first, did you think this was all a faint? Like yes. that's. That this was like, oh, they're going to make it seem like she's dying. So Ali maybe is is, is able to let his guard down or ends up. That's ends exactly up doing, what I thought. Yeah, I, I thought this I was all too. just a feint. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Sadly, it was not. <laughs> um, and, uh, uh, you know, Howard, Howard asked Ali why why Charlie was there because he says, oh, yeah, he got the information. And Ali ends up lying for her and says, nope, she was telling the truth um, and, you know, that she, you know, she, she it's legit. And as we see what Howard and the rest of them think about people that are kind of terminally ill or, you know, can't provide value to this to the community anymore. Howard wants to kick her to the curb in the morning. And Ali does not respond well to that because he's like, look, this is your fault. You you let her go there. You let her get sick. And Howard just doesn't care. How so, like Howard lately? Like he went from being like a guy that Strand seemed like could like die any second to being like he's the fucking second in command. <laughs> he's he's a, yeah, I ruling with an iron fist over at Strand's tower. Yeah, he went from like Renfield to you know exactly to being, yeah. There you go, like, the Renfield. guy in charge. Perfect example. He's a, he was a Renfield and now he's Darth Vader. Like yes, wild. <laughs> yes. Um. So Ali decides he's going to go be with Charlie, takes her to um, to this room where they were kind of keeping the butterflies in the jar. And he let them all loose so she could kind of like have this moment of like, you know, seeing these beautiful butterflies all kind of flying around in this room. Um, and at this point, she tells Ali that she's like, look, I need to go and turn the light light lights off and tell Morgan you know what's going on, but she's clearly sick. I mean, at this point, like she she has visible radiation burns on her face, on her neck. Like you can tell that she's you know she's definitely being affected by this. Um, and Ali says he'll do it. So he goes up to the roof, um, starts looking around. He's ready to pull the switch on the uh, on on the lighthouse, and he uh, he gets caught. Howard. <laughs> Howard catches him. Yes. Who does the old finger wave? Ah, ah, ah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Not today. This um, tower is a real convenient spot for getting rid of things that happen to cause drama. Yes. Um. So at this point, Ali tries to take Howard down. You know, they kind of scuffle a little bit. Howard doesn't yeah. seem to have too much trouble kind of uh, getting the better of all. <laughs> a little child. Yes. Yes. It's not that hard. Yeah, he's not he's not having too much trouble with this 15 year old Um, and he throws him over the roof and Charlie sees him literally dive down and die right in front of him. I love that. Uh, Whenever this happens, there's always somebody by a window. Yes. "Ah!" Yes. Yes. It just happens to be someone over on that side. Always the kid. It's always there. Always. Every time. The tower's perfect for all this stuff. Oh, yeah. It's a literal high class drama for me. This. Ah! Was that (laughs) Charlie? 
<laughs> so Charlie goes to June. Howard come comes down um, and you know kind of gives his speech about order and all this kind of stuff. And John Dory backs up Howard, and June is like really upset at this point. But she steps in front of Charlie and tells Howard, like, you are not going to do anything of the kind. She is staying here. She's under my care, and this is where she's going to stay. And, you know, Howard tries to puff up a little bit. And June is like, look, he needs me more than you. Like, I'm the basically I'm the doctor here. I'm the only doctor here. If I'm gone, like people are going to get sick, you know, people that get sick are going to die or, if you know, they're they need a medical treatment. You're just his, you're just trans lackey like they're you're a dime a dozen like me. I'm I'm harder to come by. Um, and so Howard kind of relents at this point. June kind of blows up at John Dory. But John Dory's like, look, I had this to say this. So John Dory's playing double agent here. Yeah. He's. It's he's exactly acting like, it's like John, John's not about to be like, yeah, Strand seems like he has a good head on his shoulders. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> yes. He's yes. His instincts are good. Um, so, yeah. So John's like, no, look, I have to do this. Like I he Strand needs somebody in his ear that isn't Howard, because obviously Howard is is totally he's bought in feeding. Yeah, yeah he's totally oh, feeding Strand's ego and Strand's you know vision for what's going on, because obviously it's better for Howard. So. As we get to the end of the episode, the only thing I I, I question is June and, and Charlie kind of get in this whole discussion about like it being June's fault that Charlie went because June didn't speak up enough to try and stop her. And I was like, what? The like, yeah, what? I don't know how that's her like, fault. Let's, 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 let's remember that that June, June is an adult woman and Charlie's a little 13 year old with like love issues. I mean, they're going to have she's going to have thoughts. Yeah, but yes, okay, but she's a child. This is this overdramatic Romeo and Juliet bullshit. Like she's gonna be like, yeah, I didn't do this. Like, whatever. Yeah, like, she'll, she'll live. <laughs> Maybe. Well, <laughs> apparently not. She's not. I mean, so yeah, the whole thing, the whole Charlie thing. Like, oh, we're gonna kill off Charlie. I'm like, what? Now, I mean, granted, this is you know, like they could drag this out for quite some time, right? Like, um. Which is weird because June made it sound like she's got maybe a couple days yet. She did, like, yeah, like a day. Like she, she doesn't have long to live at all. But then right. at the end, and, and, June, and June's one. also like, "I'm the one that's going to protect you. <laughs> like you're, yes, you're the, you're the person I'm your I'm your uh, I'm in charge of right now." So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at the same, you know, at one point it was like, "Yeah, she's on death's door. She's got very little time." And the next one's like, "She's under my care as long as she's going to be here." And it's like, "Well, wait a minute. Okay, is she going to die tomorrow or like six months from now?" So I, like, I, I, I get June being all you know, upset about it because she kind of still blames herself for John being dead. I get it, but it's a little, you know, you think it through a little bit. It's like, it's a little exaggerated. I mean, yeah, it's a yeah, stretch. I think, I think anybody right. living in Strands Tower is a little bit on edge anyway. I mean, it's True. not like this yeah, the situation. It. Like we can't, we can't leave this place because of both the crazy tyrant and the army of zombies that surround right. the, the tower. Yes, I don't think that's like a comfortable. Well, like, oh, the, I wake, wake up in the morning yeah. and I feel great about myself all the time. Well, they put her in the same position that she was last season, with being the you know uh-huh. the only person of value that they really yeah. really needed. Yeah, that's. I mean, I feel like that all weighs a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's the only doctor in you know, yeah. in the group, pretty much. So it pretty much leaves her in a in a in a place she didn't want to be in the first. Like, I, that was her big thing, right? She didn't want yeah. to make any of these decisions about people living or dying. Like, that's the least of what she wanted to deal with. And she seems to constantly be thrown in the same. 
role every time. So yeah. I get it. Remember how remember how this show started with none of these characters? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, not even yeah. this week, really. So it's yeah, like this, this is Yeah, he's not even here this week. Yeah, this is an episode yeah. full of like, you know, add ons later. <laughs> all yeah. add ons, yeah. And not even that many. I mean no. you know, it's only it's only Alicia, right? Alicia and uh, and Daniel. Like that's it. That's and, it. and that's strand to yeah. a lesser extent. Yeah. That's when it. Daniel was gone for what, four seasons or whatever? Daniel comes so, in and out whatever he plays as a barrel. Daniel's on wood wood, whatever. Let's just say next week we have some interesting things to talk about. Right. Yes. Yes. All right. So that's uh, that'll do it for warning cloak. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So how many Tobies do you give this episode, Rich? It's the same. I didn't hate this episode. I didn't necessarily love this episode. Right in the middle, two and a half. Um, I really feel there are a lot of inconsistencies, but that kind of seems to be the theme of this show. Um, I don't know. There were some cool moments in this episode, but all in all, <laughs> it was there. Daryl, uh, still gets two. I don't. I don't. I don't know what the purpose of Charlie being there. I don't. I don't know where they were going with that. It. I don't know. It just this episode just didn't didn't really work for me either. So, yeah. Aaron. You know, I'm at a mild three on this one. I, I feel like because it goes such a different direction as far as what the show's already doing, where it's like, what's we what if we had this like teenage romantic interlude episode in between like the, the the nihilistic apocalyptic world that we live in and let that play out for one episode. And maybe it's just a little bit of spite because the world beyond was such a disappointment where it's like, well this like wrapped everything that they're trying to do up with like one episode. So I I mean and like I I did like stuff happening in this. I do like. I thought the kid playing Ali was like fine, and the relationship he had with Charlie for the, their day together, or whatever, was okay. And I like seeing Darth Howard doing his thing. It's like, well, this is interesting. Uh, There's just like enough elements that stood out to me where it's like, that's ah, it's it's for like a one-off. Like, what if we did this this week? I'm I'm cool with that. So it's you know, it's a mild three, but still like three three Tobies. Gotcha. I'm gonna give it. About you? Yeah, I'm gonna give it two. I I. I don't know this 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 basket of two episodes as I watched through were really tough for me. I just I just didn't from a story story. I just didn't like the story in in either in either one and what was going on. And and maybe part of it is because I think the first half of this season was just so strong that we we're yeah. just so yeah, yeah. in on mm-hmm. you know almost every episode and and there were just a lot of really high points um, for these to just be kind of lackluster. I guess I just. You know, for for the fact that we didn't really see Alicia in the first half of the the season at all, the fact that we got her for like a full episode to start with, I just don't even care. Like I just I just have a real hard time like caring about what's going on with Alicia and her. Um, her plot's a little too abstract. I think that's yeah, yeah. I, yeah. There's I'm not just much not. For, like the Strand stuff is it's like yeah, right, he has a cool tower and like all these people want you know, like a lot of stuff there. Like that's you can grasp onto that a bit more. Like I, I yeah. Think. So yeah, I'm just I don't know. It's just it's just not. I just wasn't really feeling it. So anyway, that's my. I, I, uh, I think if the, if they didn't throw the kid off the roof, I'd probably be like two <laughs> two and a half. But because it's like, oh, they, well, they went there. I mean, basically, if, if people get thrown off roofs on this show, then I'm fully on board with the episode. I, guess. I think it's just their go. homage to, to to Putin right now. You know, just people throwing out windows off buildings. You know, kind of his mo. 
When you gotta go. Okay, so um, the Facebook page. Yes. What did the Facebook group have to say? We got a couple here. Uh, first of all, let's get our follow-up from Kevin. Uh, Kevin Barry adds right here: three Tobies out of five. I liked this episode, and I was pretty engaged while I was watching it. It did feel out of place following last week's premiere, and I really do not think Charlie will die, but she is faking and is a sleeper agent. Wait, he's he he adds a comment. Wait, they will kill Charlie because she's fifteen years old, playing a thirteen-year-old. Hope she enjoys those butterflies because she's gonna get the Carl treatment. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Johnny Stower he adds here I'm mad they're gonna kill Charlie off before Madison comes back she killed Nick old man clothes that's how how they're gonna pass by the that's how they are gonna bypass the drama that's lame so Johnny's not not, uh, not too happy with with Charlie's status here but we'll see see. I still still think she'll live to see Madison but we'll see where that goes and that's all we got for Topies this week all right. Well, another episode in the can. Like I said, next next week, since we just have one episode of, of uh, Fear to cover, we will um, finally get caught up on Dead in the Water, um, since we've all actually seen it at this point. So we'll have some stuff to say. Um, so that wraps it up for this week. Uh, Mr. Taylor, where can folks find you on the Internet? Uh, they can find me on the Voice One Two Three on Twitter. Uh, we just dropped the, uh, the podcast at B and Russ and uh, Hassan are on uh, Gotham by Geeks. We just dropped a new episode, uh, so you can check that out. Along with uh, if you are a Star Trek fan, we we just dropped a, a Go Trek Yourself as well. So check all those things out, and uh, that's it. Aaron. You can find me over on my podcast, Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I host a show with my friend Abe. We talk about weekly movie releases. Um, exciting times coming up because summer movies are here uh, starting next week with Doctor Strange and more. Uh, but we also have our Summer Gamble, where many of our guests predict what we think are going to be the biggest grossing films of the summer, which is always a lot of fun. Um, so stay tuned for all that. Plus, we just did a face-off commentary, which was amazing. Um, so yeah, a lot of stuff going on on the podcast. I also write over at We Live Entertainment. My reviews for The Regular Walking Dead are up there, along with my reviews for the show Atlanta, which I uh, while writing my weekly, which is great, and well, my movie reviews, and my Weiss of Blue um, for Blu-ray and Criterion reviews, and my Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Rich? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at chubtoad one or on Elon's social media at chubtoad one <laughs> And you can stay tuned here at hhwld.com for this very podcast. Um, looks like our website uh, woes have been corrected. Um, so Great. yeah, the, yeah, which kind of got us off track for a little bit. Um, but we got all that stuff patched back up, so um, we should be good to go. Um, until the next crisis comes at some point down the road, <laughs> which we'll we'll deal with when Elon, when Elon buys our server. Yes, when he buys, <laughs> when he buys our hosting. Um, so yeah, so I think I think we'll be good for for a while. So thanks everybody for your patience. Um, yeah, I tried to to kind of keep things updated on the the Facebook page at least to let everybody know what was going on and why there was you know just kind of such a, a delay in getting that episode out. Um, but yeah, so we finally got all that stuff uh, taken care of. And then, like Daryl said, over at Gotham by Geeks, you can check me out over there. So thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back next week um, to talk about episode 11 of season 7 and um, um, Dead in the Water. So 7-11. Um, it's got to be a good one. Oh, yes, 7-11. Got to be. Yes. 
Thank heaven. <clears throat> All right. Uh, thanks, everyone, for watching. Uh, we'll be back next week. Um, so until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, stay away from the windows. Ah! <laughs> Was that Ali? <laughs>